This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, I'm Ana Maria Popescu with the news. First, the headlines. Kyiv is hosting today the first joint meeting of the Romanian and Ukrainian governments. The Romanian Foreign Ministry voices shock and deep sadness at the loss of innocent lives on Tuesday night at the Al-Ali Hospital in Gaza. And Belgium, France, Italy and Spain have raised their terrorist alert levels following attacks in Western Europe over the past few days. The first joint meeting of the Romanian and Ukrainian governments takes place in Kyiv today. The agenda includes the development of infrastructure in the border region, economic cooperation and regional security. The main topic is a mechanism allowing Ukraine to export grains to Romania. First of all, the grain quality must be similar to that of grains in Romania and the European Union. And secondly, only the Romanian farmers who prove they no longer have grain stocks will be authorized to import from Ukraine. Another topic is the ethnic minorities in Ukraine, with Bucharest requesting that their rights be the same as the rights enjoyed by minorities in Romania. Matul Tolaku is accompanied by the Minister of Defense, Angel Tulver, the Minister of Public Health, Alexandru Rafila, the Economy Minister, Radopra, the Agriculture Minister, Florin Barbu, and the Secretary of State with the Interior Ministry, Raed Arafat. The Constitutional Court dismissed the notification filed by Save Romania Union and the Force of the Right in Opposition in Romania with respect to the Bill on Fiscal and Budget-Related Measures for which the government has undertaken responsibility before Parliament. The Constitutional Court President Marianne Nake said the Cabinet's responsibility concerned a sole and unified purpose, namely to increase revenues to the public budget and to cut down on expenditure, and that the responsibility procedure was in line with the requirements of the Constitutional Court and its case law. After the decision of the Constitutional Court, the bill may be signed into law by the President of Romania, Klaus Johannes. The Romanian Foreign Ministry voices shock and deep sadness at the news of the blast and loss of innocent lives on Tuesday night at the Al-Ali Hospital in Gaza. In a message issued on Wednesday, the ministry emphasizes that all civilians and civilian infrastructure must be protected at all times, and that responsibility must be clearly identified. Hundreds of people were killed or wounded in a missile strike on the hospital in Gaza, for which Israel and the Palestinians blame each other. 
The Israeli army denies that its forces were responsible for the attack and blames the incident on a failed launch of a missile from Gaza by the Islamic Jihad, another Palestinian armed group, which in turn denies the allegations. The attack was condemned by the international community, with several Arab leaders accusing Israel of war crimes. The U.S. leader Joe Biden, who is on a solidarity visit to Israel today, has voiced regret and anger at the event. Jordan has cancelled a summit in which Joe Biden was to discuss the war with King Abdullah II, with Mahmoud Abbas and the President of Egypt, Abdel Fattah al-Sisi. Belgium, France, Italy and Spain have raised their terrorist alert levels to a maximum following attacks in Western Europe over the past few days. On Monday, two Swedish nationals were killed in Brussels by a Tunisian illegal migrant later on identified and shot by the Belgian police. The Islamic State group claimed the attack and said it targeted Sweden because of its affiliation to the global coalition against jihad movements. On Tuesday, Versailles Palace in Paris was evacuated and stayed closed for the day after a new bomb alert, just as it happened with the Louvre Museum on Saturday. The president of France, Emmanuel Macron, said Islamic terrorism is rising once again and all European countries are vulnerable to this threat. And that was the news. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu has expressed Romania's solidarity with Israel on the sidelines of his visit to this country. More details in this report by Stefan Stoika. High-profile politicians from all over the world have visited Israel or are about to in order to express solidarity with this country, hard hit by the Hamas terrorist attacks, looking for ways to avoid a regional war. Romania's Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu was also one of the European leaders that visited Israel on Tuesday. During his meeting with his Israeli counterpart Benjamin Netanyahu, Prime Minister Ciolacu conveyed a message of compassion on behalf of Romanian society for the victims of the October 7 attack. Bucharest is concerned about the consequences of the terrible attacks on the civilian population, both Israelis and Palestinians, Marcel Ciolacu said, adding that Romania continues to promote peace and will stand with its allies in these troubled times. 
Am decis să vin astăzi în Israel, deoarece în astfel de momente dificile, precum cele I decided to visit Israel today because in such troubled times such as the ones experienced today by the Israeli people, a country's friends and partners must show solidarity. Romanian society, the Israeli community in Romania and the Romanian community in Israel mourned the death of innocent women, children and youth killed in the Hamas terrorist attack. Romania has firmly condemned the attacks in Israel, the atrocities committed by Hamas, a terrorist organization that holds Palestinian population hostage to accomplish its extremist goals. The Romanian parliament was one of the first legislative bodies among democratic states to adopt a resolution expressing solidarity with the state of Israel, Marcel Ciolacu said. The Romanian Prime Minister called for the immediate release of all hostages and people abducted and for avoiding all acts of aggression, in particular targeting civilian population. The Prime Minister insisted on opening humanitarian corridors in Gaza and providing assistance to refugees. Marcel Ciolacu thanked Israeli authorities for taking action to support the repatriation of Romanian citizens. Over 2,000 Romanian nationals were brought home from Israel. The foreign ministry is monitoring another 350 Romanians and their families in Gaza, of whom some 200 have called for assistance to get home. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu assured his Romanian counterpart that Israeli authorities will do everything in their power to help evacuate Romanians from Gaza and thanked Romania for its show of solidarity. The civilized world should rally behind Israel in its fight to eradicate Hamas, no one could make peace with Daesh, no one could make peace with Al-Qaeda, no one could make peace with the Nazis. They must be defeated, and then we shall have peace, the Israeli Prime Minister pointed out. At a special meeting of the European Council held by video conference, Romania's President Klaus Johannes strongly condemned the Hamas terrorist attacks in Israel. Romania unequivocally supports Israel's legitimate right to defend itself, we should observe the standards of international humanitarian law, the Romanian president added. Western partners reiterate their firm support for the Republic of Moldova, an ex-Soviet state with a majority Romanian-speaking population. I'm Lukamera Smion with more in this commentary by Bogdan Matei. Western diplomats and geopolitical experts agreed that the Republic of Moldova is the most vulnerable among the neighbors of Ukraine, which was invaded by Russian troops. It is considered in the specialized rankings as one of the poorest states on the continent. It does not belong to any military alliance because an outdated constitution adopted three decades ago stipulates complete neutrality. The pro-Russian breakaway region of Transnistria, or Transniester, in the east has been, de facto, out of the control of the central authorities since 1992. The capital, Chisinau, is teeming with Moscow's agents, who have reached as far as the parliament. All in all, the state could not survive without the assistance of Western partners. On Tuesday, the fourth edition of the support platform for the Republic of Moldova took place in Chisinau. It was created last year at the initiative of neighboring Romania, France and Germany to help overcome the crises and effects generated by the Russian aggression in Ukraine. 
about 50 delegates, foreign ministers from the EU countries, and representatives of international financial institutions and organizations participated. The host, the pro-Western president, Maya Sandu, recalled that the Republic of Moldova managed to overcome a difficult winter to help the numerous Ukrainian refugees and its own population vulnerable to energy bills and to strengthen its institutions against the background of hybrid aggressions from Russia. She compared the support that external partners have offered and will continue to offer to Chisinau with a collective enterprise or community, an old custom in the Romanian tradition in which neighbors gather to help each other. With the help of friends, the Republic of Moldova is better prepared for this winter, and Russia's energy blackmail has failed, Moldova's president pointed out, as quoted by Radio Romania correspondents in Chisinau. She admits that, although the Republic of Moldova has become stronger in the fight against disinformation and in the fight with Russia's hybrid war, the threats have not yet been overcome, and Moscow will try to influence next month's local elections by using dirty money. Attending the meeting, the French Foreign Minister Catherine Colonna underlined the importance of European support for the Republic of Moldova, which benefits both the population and the economy in the long term. Infrastructure, connectivity and structural reforms are the key to getting closer to the EU, Catherine Colonna pointed out, and her German counterpart, Annalena Baerbock, said that the support platform for the Republic of Moldova is a successful initiative, which managed to mobilize external funds in just a few weeks and to help citizens overcome both the energy crisis and the crisis caused by the waves of Ukrainian refugees. And that was Radio Newsreel. Dear friends, we have a special announcement for you. On Sunday, the 5th of November 2023, on the first Sunday following the Romanian Radio Day, which we celebrate every year on November the 1st, we invited to take part in Listener's Day on Radio Romania International. Twenty twenty three is set to become the warmest in recorded history, warns the EU Copernicus Service. After average temperatures measured around the world during the summer and in September have reached the highest levels ever recorded. Climate change has triggered not only temperature records but also extreme phenomena. Devastating fires, heavy rainfalls, thunderstorms and flooding. In the 2023 edition of Listener's Day, we ask you whether and how climate change has influenced you. What steps do you think should be taken to help reduce greenhouse gas emissions? And how could each of us contribute to reducing our carbon footprint? Do you see education as a useful instrument to tackle climate change more efficiently? Should there be more platforms to discuss climate change? What role do mass media play in this context? We're looking forward to receiving your answers, which will be included in our show on the 5th of November. You can email them to us at engl.ri.ro 
post them on Facebook or send them as a comment to this item on Radio Romania International's website at rri.ro. You can also send us pre-recorded answers via WhatsApp at plus 40744-312650 or you can send us your telephone number so we can call you from the studio and record your opinions. Thank you. listening to Radio Romania International. Society Today Hello and welcome to our feature. I'm Kenny Kotsoy. The President of Romania, Klaus Johannes, convened the Supreme National Defense Council on October the 12th. The issue of drug use among young people and students was also included on the agenda and was treated for the first time as a major risk to individual and national security. But what did the SNDC decide? The establishment of an interinstitutional working group made up of secretaries of state, representatives of the domestic intelligence service, prosecutors and specialists, to prevent and combat the risks generated by the trafficking and consumption of prohibited substances by developing an action plan with objectives, measures, and responsibilities. Only a month before the opening of the new school year, President Johannes stated the following. It is a problem that concerns our society more and more, and I am glad that there is an increased interest in trying to find solutions to combat this scourge. At the same time, I want to emphasize the importance of preventive and responsible behaviors. It is crucial that young generations understand from an early age the dangers and dramatic consequences of drug, alcohol, and tobacco use. That was President Klaus Johannes. If at the age of only 19, Vlad Pascu would have understood on time that drugs can destroy his life, maybe the tragedy that he caused in the summer at the seaside would not have happened. Two students were killed and three injured by the car he was driving under the influence of several controlled substances, the event generating very strong emotions among Romanians. And this is only a drop in the sea of recent information regarding the extent of drug use in Romania. Therefore, there is talk of drafting a law to regulate the drug testing of students in schools. The modification of the highway code or the development of a register of persons who commit crimes in the field of drug trafficking are also being considered. In addition to increasing prison sentences in the case of incitement to consumption, the Ministry of the Interior proposes confiscation of cars 
which were involved in drug trafficking or in which drugs are discovered. The maximum number of positions of anti-drug prosecutors with the Organized Crime Department, the DIICOT, was supplemented. Last but not least, a draft law submitted to the Chamber of Deputies proposes that the punishment for drug trafficking be only by compulsory prison sentences, and Minister of Justice Alina Gorgiu explains why. Până acum, Until now, the legislation provided for punishment of either by fine or compulsory imprisonment or with suspension. But without looking away or hiding the garbage under the rug, we must understand the following, that this change is absolutely necessary, taking into account the increase in the number of cases to be resolved that have as their object crimes in the sphere of illicit drug trafficking in the year 2023. To give you an example, this year, until the end of September, there were 22,000 drug cases compared to 18,000 in the same period last year. It is difficult to identify how many target traffickers and how many target consumption, because it is a complex topic. But I think it is very important to understand drug trafficking consumption and conditions. The more drug trafficking you have, the more consumption you will have. Therefore, to bring consumption down to a low number, you will need to find levers to decrease drug trafficking, whether we're talking about low-risk or high-risk drugs. What does the legislative proposal say? It says that the rigors of the law must be borne by the traffickers in the sense that we will no longer have the suspension of the execution of sentence for high-risk drug traffickers. They will be in prison if a conviction is reached for drug trafficking. That was the Minister of Justice, Alina Gorgiu. Vlad Zaha, an expert in criminology, believes that the effort of state representatives is focused more on detecting and punishing millions of consumers. Therefore, are the proposals to strengthen the legislative framework intended to strike at the heart of the problem? And Vlad Zaha's answer is no. I think that Romania does not necessarily need more prosecutors or tougher laws, because we have among the toughest laws in the European Union. Instead, we have a very big problem of the effectiveness of the resources we already have. 80% of the work of a policeman or prosecutor is somehow focused on consumption and not on trafficking. That's the problem. It's good that things move when little, a little public pressure is applied. We have also seen these last few weeks that all kinds of cannabis greenhouses are being discovered. More significant quantities are being discovered, but this is tricky, I think, due to public pressure. Because in the last two years, there has not been much public pressure and nothing has been discovered to understand exactly what we mean. It is estimated that the size of the drug market in Romania is over 250 million euros per year. That was criminologist Vlad Zaha. The drug problem will not disappear in two months, not in five, not in one year, not in ten. The authorities are aware of that. As the fight is long-lasting, it is important that the issue be kept as high as possible on the public agenda. You have been listening to Society Today.
Romania the eastern flank. Welcome, I'm Lekanora Simeon. The Southeast Multinational Corps Command from Sibiu in central Romania participates with more than 400 Romanian and foreign soldiers in the Steadfast Jupiter 23 drill. The exercise represents the final stage of certification as a force structure intended to lead NATO ground operations at the regional level in times of crisis or conflict. Steadfast Jupiter is organized by the Supreme Command of the Allied Forces in Europe and represents the most complex command exercise organized by NATO so far. Soldiers from 17 allied nations and 24 NATO command and force structures are involved in the exercise. The commander of the Southeast Multinational Corps Command, Major General Dragos Jakob, told us. The allied structure in Sibiu is evaluated through this exercise by the NATO Land Forces Command in Europe. Brigadier General Jose Martinez pointed out that Steadfast Jupiter is a complex and very ambitious exercise taking place in several regions throughout Europe. There are around 600 evaluation criteria that we observe throughout the certification process. We want, at the end of this exercise, to declare the Southeastern Multinational Corps capable of carrying out deterrence actions against the Alliance's adversaries, the Spanish general added. Warrant Officer Yannick Godbout is part of the Canadian Armed Forces and has been in Sibiu for two years. Referring to the exercise, he told us that it is the same as climber training for years to climb certain mountains. The training is over and now we start the climb, the Warrant Officer Yannick Godbout said. The Southeast Multinational Corps Command is one of the NATO structures hosted by Romania and was established in mid-2022. Another military command structure of the North Atlantic Alliance, located on the territory of Romania, is the Southeast Multinational Division Command from Bucharest. A French brigade forward command element also operates there. Recently, there was a change in the command of this element, which thus reached the third rotation. The French Lieutenant Colonel Jean Clément was the commander of the second rotation, and he and his team were congratulated for the way they carried out their mission. This impressive group of exceptional soldiers were an example of how a NATO design structure should work. The Alliance, the Command, and Romania, as the host nation, are grateful for the contribution to the training on the eastern flank, said Major General Dorin Toma, commander of the Southeast Multinational Division Command. For his part, the deputy commander, the French Brigadier General Loïc Girard, emphasized that this second rotation of the element marked a very important event, the first deployment of a command point of a French brigade in Romania as part of the exercise Dacian Spring in 2023. The command of the Southeast Multinational Division is probably the most prepared of the structures on the eastern flank for the planned upgrading of the current battle groups at brigade level, the French officer added. Today's program's last topic comes from the west of the country, from Timisoara, where the Jarmata Helicopter Squadron 712 carried out the Romanian-Hungarian bilateral exercise cross-landing for intervention in emergency situations together with the Hungarian partners from the Solznok Air Base. The exercise takes place annually and aims to achieve the exchange of experience in the application of tactics, techniques and procedures specific to search, rescue and medical evacuation missions. And that's all from Romania, the eastern flank. Next in this program, sports. 
Welcome everyone, I'm Vlad Palku. The Romanian men's handball club Dinamo Bucharest trounced the Bosnian side Izvidac 52-24 on Tuesday on home turf in a Group J fixture of European League. The Romanian club had an exceptional first half, scoring 27 goals and conceding 7. Dinamo dominated the second half as well, scoring 25 times, although conceding more goals. Andriy Kimenko of Ukraine was Dinamo's top goalscorer with 11 goals. In another Group J fixture, Germany's Fusche Berlin won 24-22 against Chambéry of France. Dinamo will next play Chambéry away from home. Also in the European League in Group H, CSM Constanza won against Toto Banjo of Hungary 29-24. Georgia Buricia's trainees had a good start, ending the first half 16-9. In the second half, the Hungarian side upped its game, managing to even the odds on minute 49, score 20 all. CSM, however, took the lead again and eventually won with a five-goal difference. The top scorers for the Romanian side were Vitali Komogorov of Russia and Mikolai Alyokhin of Belarus, both with five goals. In the other group fixture, Sporting Lisbon defeated the Polish club Chobri Glavkov, 37-20. CSM will next play Sporting Lisbon on Tuesday at home. In women's handball, European inter-club competitions resume this week after the 2024 European Championship preliminaries scheduled last week. In Champions League in Group A, CSM Bucharest is playing Brest-Bretagne France at home. The Romanian champions are ranked fourth in the group tables with four points after two wins and two losses. In Group B, Rapid Bucharest is playing Mets of France on Sunday. Rapid has four points following a win, a draw and two losses and is ranked sixth in the group tables. And this has been all in Sports Club. Our sports items are available at ri.ro and on Facebook. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Welcome to Truly Romanian. I'm Ana Maria Popescu and today's traditional music segment is devoted to Viorica Flintasu, who celebrated her 80th birthday on October the 15th. Ray, 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 ray,
One of the most representative singers from the west of the country, Fiorica Flintasho was born in Bihor County. She made her debut at the age of 16 in her native region and in 1964 she moved to Bucharest. Two years later she started recording songs with Radio Bucharest. Here is a piece recorded in 1973 together with the Radio Folk Orchestra. Bye. 
After a series of highly praised concerts in Bucharest, followed by national tours and television appearances, Viorica Flintasho started touring Europe and the Middle East, accompanied by some of the greatest folk orchestra in the country and traditional dance ensembles. Today with one last song from Viorica Flintasho's repertoire. I'm Ana Maria Popescu. Thanks for listening. Da 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 da
Living Romania Coming up next Happening in Romania Hello and welcome to a fresh installment in the Happening in Romania series with me, Lecremiora Simeon. In the lineup today, a team of wine tasters from Romania won the World Championship of Amateur Blind Tasting. The multimedia exhibition Reflections of Queen Marie in the Kotrochen Palace was inaugurated on Tuesday, October 17th at the Kotrochen National Museum. Orada University hosts conference on mass media in post-communism. This and much more in today's edition of Happening in Romania. A team of wine tasters from Romania won the World Championship of Amateur Blind Tasting, the 11th edition, which took place on Saturday, October 14th at Chateau de Saint-Roselin in the south of France. The event, organized by La Revue du Vin de France, brought together representatives from 33 countries on five continents. Twelve wines from around the world were blindly evaluated by the world's best tasters, who had to correctly identify the grape variety, country of origin, vintage, producer and appellation. In a tight competition, the Romanian team, made up of Julia Scavo, Valentin Chafalou, Horia Rafnas, Josmin Udra and Radu Rizescu, took first place, defeating the Dutch team in the final, as well as the competing teams from Denmark, France and Spain. The multimedia exhibition Reflections of Queen Marie in the Kotrochen Palace was inaugurated on Tuesday, October 17th, at the Kotrochen National Museum in the medieval spaces. The exhibition brings to the public's attention, in an original manner, a recovered heritage. Two rooms of the palace, which currently no longer exist in their original form, have been recomposed with the help of new technologies, calling on numerous historical sources for the most faithful reproduction. The Golden Hall and the Silver Bedroom now the flower hall and the queen's bedroom. 
The two spaces that have lost their materiality were designed by Queen Marie at the beginning of the 20th century and reflected her creative personality. The exhibition offers visitors a real travel back in time, made possible by 3D reconstruction and digital graphics, through which they will discover, among other things, how Queen Marie's arrangement of the various rooms of the palace reflects her evolution from a young princess in a foreign country to the Queen of Greater Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. The exhibition project combines Queen Marie's creativity with contemporary creativity, welcoming the public with an immersive experience, bringing them closer to the Cotrochen National Museum by presenting for the first time some pieces of heritage and familiarizing them with an important period from the history of the monarchy, the one in which Queen Marie lived at the Cotrochen Palace. For the organization of this exhibition, the Cotrochen National Museum benefited from the support of the King Ferdinand I National Military Museum, the Pelesh National Museum, the National Art Museum of Romania and the National Archives of Romania. An important contribution was the partnership with the Mary Hill Museum of Art in the US, a museum that enjoyed the attention and donations of Queen Marie in the form of art objects and personal items from the Golden Room and the Silver Bedroom. The exhibition project was developed by Zeppelin Design by QGP and it can be visited from October 18th, 2023 to February 11th, 2024. Radio Romania Culture, Radio Romania News and Current Affairs and Radio Romania Bucharest FM were among the media partners. The challenges facing journalism are increasing in this period. The University of Orada organized on October 13th and 14th the 8th edition of the International Conference Mass Media and Post-Communism, which brought together 57 professors, journalism specialists, mass communication researchers, students and journalists from Romania, the Republic of Moldova and Hungary. This year, the general theme of the event was mass media under the magnifying glass of researchers and practitioners. The guests who presented papers in the plenary sessions and in the five sections were from Bucharest and other important cities of Romania, from the Republic of Moldova and Hungary. This past Friday saw the opening of a new exhibition at the Arad Museum compound, featuring dozens of Leonardo da Vinci's inventions. The representatives of the Arad Museum compound said on Thursday, that the exhibition Leonardo da Vinci, The Machines, The Inventions of a Genius of the Renaissance will be open to the public until December 31st at the Art Department. This year, the Art Museum Compound celebrates 130 years since its foundation, on which occasion they offer the public large-scale cultural events. The deputy director of the institution, Bogdan Blaga, said they were glad that they managed to organize under the high patronage of the Italian Embassy in Romania and the Italian Institute of Culture, this exhibition dedicated to the eternal genius of the Renaissance, Leonardo da Vinci, an exhibition which, due to the record number of international visitors, 
is included in the Gallery of the Great Cultural Events of the World. The exhibition includes 45 models of inventions designed 500 years ago by Leonardo da Vinci, grouped into five categories. Machines for flight, hydraulic machines, machines for construction, concepts for manufacturing, and machines of war. The National Art Museum of Romania announces the opening of Zoe Vidaporum's exhibition in full detail. Between October 20th, 2023 and January 28th, 2024, on the ground floor of the National Gallery. The opening of the exhibition will take place on Thursday, October 19th and will include also a musical program by the Mara Music Quartet, led by Professor Carmen Augustin, together with mezzo-soprano Lavinia Bocu. Zoe Vida Porum graduated from the Ion Andreescu Fine Arts Institute in Cluj, the textile department in 1972. She is the recipient of numerous awards and distinctions, among which the Ion Andreescu Award of the Romanian Academy for her entire artistic activity in 2009. The prize of the Cluj Bistrița Intercounty Branch for Decorative Arts of the Union of Fine Artists in 2008 and the award of the Union of Visual Artists from Romania, Decorative Art, 1995. She became an honorary citizen of the municipality of Bayamare in 2021. The work of the artist Zoe Vida Porumb, who throughout her career won numerous prizes and medals, will be presented by academician Marius Porumb and Carmen Cernat, curators of the exhibition, who summed up the most significant stages of her creation. The exhibition includes over 140 representative works of tapestry, embroidery, textile objects made during the last five decades, eloquent for the importance of the work of the artist Zoe Vida Porumb in the context of the evolution of contemporary Romanian decorative arts. On display are suites of compositions with religious subjects, such as the series of Ulysses, the Annunciation and Angels, or with themes inspired by the Maramuresh universe, such as the series of Brides and Whirlwinds, or those inspired by archaic local cultures, such as the Spiral of Life or the Gate of the Sun. The National Art Museum of Romania periodically presents the work of outstanding artists whose contribution to the configuration of Romanian art was essential. Zoe Vida Porumb is included in this category, thanks to an extensive, constant artistic approach, which followed the path that included innovative works, being among the first Romanian artists who gave sculptural valences to the textile art. And that's all from happening in Romania. From me, Lecramiara Simeon, it's goodbye now. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk.
Welcome everyone to Simply Folk at the microphone, Vlad Paluku. Today we will play for you a song performed by George Haskan. It's a traditional party song. Let's have a listen. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro.